Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Doctor Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it, Doctor Bibi. Don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around and let me give you the tools and knowledge. Hello, everyone. This is Doctor Bibi, and welcome to my podcast. To be honest. Now let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless, of course, if you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Now take a deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds and let it out with a sigh. Now let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that. All is well. You are safe, and so it is. And take another deep breath in. Hold it, and exhale out loud. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. A young woman in today's workplace acts confident and assertive. Her peers consider her aggressive and self-promoting. Yet, a man exhibits those same traits. He is seen as a natural leader. Or what about a young woman is in the middle of giving a presentation? When her male co-worker cuts her off in order to offer his two cents, today I am going to talk about sexism in our environment. May it be in the workplace, or at home, or even your male friends. Believe it or not, the reason why I wanted to talk about this. Topic is because the Australian Parliament has been hit by a series of sexual abuse and misconduct charges. Some of you, I'm sure, saw it on the news, and for those who haven't, let me brief you on some of the issues. 
in our parliament. A former staffer claims she was raped in the office of then defense minister. A whistleblower claims some government staff and legislators had created a group of swap pictures and videos of sexual acts performed in the parliament building, believe it or not. So what exactly is happening in Australia, particularly in our parliament? It has a sickening work culture. A government staff was caught on camera masturbating inside the parliament building. Reports have emerged of a Facebook group where staff share images and videos of sexual acts performed in the parliament. Another whistleblower recently shared the videos. He or she also claimed that government staff and legislators have been using the parliament's prayer room for sex. And sex workers are being brought into the building and female employees are being harassed in the parliament. One victim went public last month. She claimed she was raped by a senior official in the office of Australia's then Defence Minister, Linda Reynolds. Her name is Brittany Higgins. Speaking on rape allegations, she said, and I quote, I was raped inside Parliament House by a colleague, and for so long it felt like the people around me only cared because of where it happened or what it might mean for them. It was so confusing because these people were my idols. I had dedicated my life to them." Unquote. And the former defense minister called her a lying cow, could you imagine? And she is a woman herself. So the biggest headline maker was Australia's Attorney General Christian Porter. He was revealed of having raped a 16-year-old girl some 33 years ago, and the victim took her own life in 2020, reportedly after being denied justice. So what can I say, my audience? Sexism is real. Social issue of sexism is something I believe that people have not entirely thought about in depth, as it is indeed a very complex problem which is prevalent in all societies, <laughs> even in our Parliament House. I know a lot of my listeners are not Australians, some of you are Americans, and Needless to say, the whole world knows about the sex scandal between Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Actually, not too long ago, I came across a blog written by Wamba Kasongo. I hope I have pronounced his name correctly. He wrote about systemic sexism. And he mentioned that if we can accept that there is sexism, that is a systemic problem due to historic discrimination, 
then we can begin to see why it can be so difficult to identify and challenge it. Apparently, innocuous things build up to create a society that perpetuates oppressive ideologies and practices. And he went on to say that systemic sexism is essentially sexism that is normalized, implicit, and institutionalized. Well, can I argue with him? I guess not. We can definitely state that systemic sexism is a result of patriarchy, a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. Well, actually, the extreme form of sexist ideology is misogyny, the hatred of women. A society in which misogyny is prevalent has high rates of brutality against women, for example, in the forms of domestic violence, rape, and the commodification of women and their bodies. And it saddens me to see that it is happening in our parliament. And I am sure, don't get me wrong, it's not just in Australia. It's happening everywhere. Women are often seen as property or as second-class citizens. Women are often mistreated at the individual as well as the institutional level. For example, a woman who is a victim of rape, the individual or personal level might be told by a judge and jury, well, jury is the institutional level, that she was culpable because of the way she was stressed. To be honest, when I was discussing what's going on in our parliament with some of my friends, some women, not men, criticized the young lady who was raped, Brittany, that she should not have put herself in such predicament because she was drunk. She was really intoxicated. And I thought it's such double standard and it is not the point. Should she drink so much? Of course not. But that is not the point. Just because you are intoxicated doesn't mean that it's all right for somebody to have sex with you without your consent. That would be ridiculous. As a woman and psychologist, I know for a fact that many women routinely experience small sexist incidents that may be minor in themselves but have a cumulative effect on their well-being and career trajectories. Women are told to smile more or 
that they are overreacting or being bitchy. They are asked to take notes during meetings or to plan the office party. They are expected to be more committed to their family life and less devoted than male colleagues to their work. Over time, these daily hassles can make women feel depressed, angry, and anxious. So, my audience, I'm sure after hearing all this information about sexism, you may ask: So, how to stop sexism? Maybe I could shed some light on this. Number one is to stand up for gender equality. Know the definition of sexism so you can spot it more easily. Anyone who is treated unfairly or as lesser than because of their gender or sex, may it be male or female. So while women have been the victims of sexism for a very long time. It's an issue that impacts many different people in different ways. Well, to be honest, stereotyping and discriminating against someone because of their sex is very ingrained in society, so it can be hard to see it sometimes because it has been normalized. Paying closer attention to what you hear and see. Can help you become more aware of its presence in your everyday life. So, number two method: speak out. It is important speak out when someone makes a sexist joke or comment. Try saying something like, "Well, hello, excuse me, that comment is a bit sexist." That's sexist, or. Do you really believe that about women? It's your call whether you make your comment in public or talk to the person privately. Depending on who the person is, of course, if that person is your boss, then it will be wise to speak to him or her privately. It may be more comfortable to have an actual discussion. While other situations may warrant a simple statement, a great way to counter a sexist joke or comment is to ask the person what they mean. Tell them you don't understand their comment and have them explain it to you. Try saying something like, "I don't understand the joke. What's funny about women in sports?" That will get them thinking. So another way is to report sexism to the appropriate people. Maybe HR manager. If you don't feel safe reporting sexism to someone in leadership at your company, you could file a report to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Now we have to be conscious as well. So remove stereotypes and double standards from your own language. 
Some parts of language are so ingrained, you may not even realize they are latently sexist. For instance, phrases like "man up," uh, "like a girl," "you throw like a girl," "boys will be boys," "wears the pants," and "you guys." Support male-dominated language. So think of ways you can swap out sexist language for non-sexist terms. For example, say "police officer" instead of "policeman." It's sexist to assume or expect someone to act or look a certain way because of their gender or sex, but it's something we all do. Luckily, it's something that can be overcome with attention. Practice and consciousness. Now, my lady audience out there, be an advocate and ally to all women. Sex and gender discrimination can affect minority groups in even more virulent and violent ways. Transgender peoples, queer women, poor women, and women of color. Are more vulnerable and subject to harassment. So make sure you support all women by standing up for their right to live in a safe space. And last but not least, stand up for others who are sexually harassed or assaulted. So look out for the women around you by helping them get home safely or intervening. If you see a dangerous or uncomfortable situation, for example, if you notice a woman being harassed as she is grocery shopping, go up to her and pretend to be her friend, or ask her if she needs help. Now, when a woman tells you they were harassed or assaulted, listen to her and be supportive. Don't imply that she is to blame in any way. The perpetrator. Is the only one to blame for their actions. Encourage her to talk to someone, or make a report if she hasn't already. So, my audience, I hope this has been helpful, and our time together is coming to an end. Thank you again for spending your time with me, and I appreciate you. So, until next week, stay safe, learn heaps. Take action and find the courage to be honest. So bye for now. Find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com. <laughs>